Strutting Wall Awesome Podcast Radio Hour. <laughs> oh, God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. <laughs> what do I look like? All, a cat all jimbly bimbly like? <laughs> Chicken fuckers. <laughs> Chicken fuckers. <laughs> oh, should we do this? I think we should. Do you have any, do you have any pre, pre-game banter? Pre-game banter. Um, no, well, speaking of random gibberish before, you know, the official thing. Um, I uh, when I was when I worked at Starbucks in high school or in college rather. Sorry, um, we used to dick around with customers. Instead of calling their name out, we would call. We would say something random and then their name, and they would get super confused. My favorite was to say motocross madness, but very fast before their name, like motocross madness. Uh, John, and they'd be like, "Excuse me, what, sorry, what, John?" And we'd just go back and forth. Uh, we would throw a deaf leopard wow. in there oh, occasionally. Wow. A deaf leopard. I like a deaf leopard, but fast deaf leopard. This is really unraveling the mystery that is art. Wow, yeah. yeah. And I worked at Starbucks. It's telling me everything. Fuck with customers. Yeah. By saying motocross madness. What the Def fuck? Leopard. I think we threw a... That makes me white, think of Excite Bike. White Lion. Excite Bike. Shit. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Art. And this is a Thursday edition. Thanks for listening. Um, as always, we ask for questions on our Instagram page. And we have 30. Yeah. Something. Holla at your boy when you see me on the street. <laughs> so, let's get right into it. Uh, Brian is on assignment. He is working or something. I don't know. Yeah, work. <laughs> what a loser. Priorities. Come on. Loser. Come on. We need you, Brian, for all those things you do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all them things. Um, all right. We need some high- highlight reels. We do. Uh, Shoe32 asks, <coughs> Lane... Your commute seems like madness to someone living in the Midwest. What do you do to keep your mind occupied while in the car? I basically just beat off a lot. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a podcast. Kind of that's kind of rough to do with one hand on those twisty roads. Right, that's easy. Are you skilled, huh? Well, I mean, I, I want to clarify something, though, because I noticed that when you posted, I think you had answered uh, someone's question about the Oh, I noticed you answered questions for me, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So... No, people were confused. I think they think that you're sitting in L.A. traffic for an hour and 45 minutes each way. This is true. Not the case. Not the case. I'm in zero traffic. Yeah. I think you should uh, make a Google map of your route and post it. Of my two routes? Mm-hmm. Or just one or whatever. The two U's. <laughs> the Utes. Utes. Um, uh, yeah. So it's not, it's not, it's madness maybe, just the distance. It's 130 miles a day. It's insane. Um. But it's 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 pretty it's pretty it's not, stress-free. It's not Manteca to Gilroy. <laughs> oh, no. God. Which is basically flat straight road. Yeah. But also the worst traffic ever. Yeah. It's not like East Bay or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh there's zero essentially zero traffic and I'm either cruising looking at the beautiful ocean. Uh, the bosom, mountains. Of, bosom of the Pacific. Yes, sir. And or I'm or I'm driving through the redwood trees on really killer windy roads. I would say world class roads. Yep. Yeah. So you have that going for you. So those are my two options. And uh, what else do I do? I don't know. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. 
Are you a book on tape guy? I would be. I just, I mean, I just haven't, I don't really have any, but yeah. I could see getting into book on tape. Uh, they have this thing now at the library where you, they give you a little, it's basically like a, a memory card with an auxiliary jack on it. Hmm. And you plug that into your, you know, what have you, instead of tapes or books or CDs or whatever, it's just this thing you plug into your car. Really? Yeah. So it's all digital and you just press play. That's pretty cool. Kind of cool. I could see getting into that. Yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts, which are, you know, you know talk radio. I listen to Howard Stern. Who's your, um, um, who have you been listening to podcast wise? You know, it's just the normals. Smoking Tire. Uh, Smoking uh, and the Bandit. Smoking and Bandit's pretty good. Their podcast is pretty good. Yeah. Pretty you know, Cam, our buddies Camden Tub, Clutch Kick, I Motor to Affair. First, uh, Clutch Kick. Oh, yeah? How the was that? The one after our Cars and Coffee. <laughs> Where um, they did basically just talk shit about the Brad's co-host for like 30 yeah. minutes? I mean, they did that, but we did the same thing. Yeah. So. yeah. No, I liked it. I was, uh, yeah, That's entertained. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay. I think that uh, answers that. Uh, oh, I like Doug's, Doug Loves Movies a good one. Oh, that's right. Doug Loves Movies. Throttle by Cable says, your car bucket list, what must you own, not borrow, before you kick it? I know this guy over here has a long bucket list. Can I kick it? My list is long. Um, my bucket is long. <laughs> you have a big bucket? <laughs> you have a long bucket? It's a long bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make it a tube? I think, I think so. Uh, I don't know. Which, it's like a got, well. What, what, what do y'all got? You have a well. Um, I thought about that question earlier, and I don't really have any. There's yep. nothing on my list that's like, I have to own that. I mean, yep. There's insane stuff that I want to own. Mm. Ferrari F40, McLaren F1. I mean, sure. If I ever had the chance, that's certainly on there. Um, but, but that's not really bucket list because no, it's not. It's kind of like if I struck the lottery or if I somehow, you know, yeah, my, you know, d everything kind of lined up. Yeah. I guess realistic, yeah. kind of attainable bucket. Yeah, exactly. Check boxes. Or I really don't have something like that. I don't really have anything either. Where we were like working towards owning a no. car, and it's like, oh man, once that happens, uh, no, I don't, I don't, I don't have that at all. What about you, Art? Uh, let's see. Realistically, though. Realistically, yeah. <laughs> I mean, is the Dean Alpine thing? I, I hope so. That's I a bucket so. list. That's a bucket okay. list one. Um, yeah, that. Yeah, but when your when your bucket list is thirty feet long, is it really a bucket list? <laughs> That's what like, I'm saying. Realistic, like well, the, yeah, like yeah. whittle it down to five cars. We're like, five I cars. can't wait to own that, and I want it before I die. Hmm. For Lane, a, it's the Baja. Of Baja. Oh, um, and the Murano Cross, the Cross, Cab. Cross Cab, yeah. We know that. No uh, Nissan Juke uh, Nismo edition? No. Nah. Huh. Uh, but the Baja, I want a turbo with a five-speed. Mm. I, I thought of my license plate if I got a Subaru. Yeah. Musubi. Like oh, spam look at this guy. I'm sure, I like it. I'm sure it's taken. I'm sure in Hawaii someone took it. <laughs> exactly. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, there's like sh kind of short-term stuff, but it's not like, oh, my God, I'm going to regret living because I didn't drive. <laughs> you know, it's like, I mean, I want a Z3M. I definitely want one of those. Uh, I'd like to have a Toyota Supra, the Mark IV Turbo at mm -hmm, some point. Mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of a checking the box there. I'd like to have an R34 GTR, which is going to be really difficult to have in the U.S. Um, I'd like to have, you know, an Alfa Romeo GTV, uh, an early car. So, I mean, there's nothing that I've, like... That you just really named kinda... four, four of those five. I have no interest in it at all. I mean, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. my bucket list, I guess. Yeah. Mark so... IV Supra? Oh. <laughs> They're so cool. That was such, like, an eighth grade. So boring. <laughs> eighth grade reaction. Shit, it was... That's gross. So gross. All right. 
I'm curious. Uh, well, let's hear. I mean, maybe Shoe Thirty Two should shoot us over some. Uh, no, that's some that's throttle bikes. throttle by cable. Oh, throttle by cable. I do want an old air cooled nine eleven. Okay, I'd like a, a big body uh, Mercedes, like a six point nine or a Euro Ooh, AM, yeah. AMG SEC, something like that. Okay, I mean, I've owned cars like that, but not a not a big V eight version. Mm-hmm. So I think that. Mm-hmm. But again, if I die without owning that. Eh. Yeah, and you could go <laughs> buy one tomorrow <laughs> yeah. if you wanted to. It's exactly, all... It's, it's all good. Angry Bird GTI says, "How is Lane like his liking his new GTI?" Hmm? What is he talking about? I don't know. <laughs> Would it be considered un DWA for one to choose a DSG GTI? Love the podcast. Keep up the good work, guys. Uh, GTI is good. I'll talk about it more next week. But uh, it, I like it. And uh, would it be? Un DWA to have a DSG? I yeah. don't think so. In no. that in that car, would it be? I it's mean, a commuter car. No, but if you have the choice and you know how to drive a stick, yeah, yeah that's un DWA. How about if you have if you have the worst commute ever? You're sitting in like LA yeah. traffic on the 405. Yeah, day. no, no, that's that's totally fine. And in that case, it's almost better to have the DSG. You can just kind of get in and out of traffic. You don't have to worry about yeah. shifting. Or right, I'll let you answer, but then I want to add something after that. No, I I think Lane summed it up well. That's what I would say. I hate DSG. I don't like. It's engagement off the line. I don't like slow speed stuff in it. Um, I know you can get used to it, but I think it's really shitty, and I drive many different versions of it all the time. Yeah, I think, but you drive it all the time, meaning like around the block? Yeah. So once you're in traffic, I'm sure it's better, but it has this weird delay and almost like Well, a, it's really good when you're like getting ripping, after it. Yeah. yeah. When you're, yeah, when you're really good. Like it'll downshift hard. And right. It's, it's Rev, more like Rev when Rev you're Rev. just kind of like cruising. That it might kind of like not know what to do, yeah. But uh, I think overall it's really good, and you just have, and off the line, if if it's a little slow off the line, it, it it's kind of like it could be a combination of what the powertrain is and the DSG. It's almost at least in Audis that I've driven recently, it has this pulsation at low speeds, like a, okay, like a rhythmical. Wait, so are you saying like? Putting it in manual mode. No, no. To just just, in, just in when drive. it's in full drive mode. Yeah. I think you kind of have to get used to it. Like in the TDIs, I remember my brother was driving my TDI. He's like, yeah, it's so weird off the line. Uh, you just get used to how the throttle input is. I think it's And it's almost totally like you give it feel. more throttle than mm-hmm. in most cars. Like with a torque converter tran a lot of t- trans a lot of time, it'll just kind of like lock up and it wants to like jump off the line. Where this, you give it almost like twice as much throttle to get going. And then you let off. That might be it. It's, it's yeah. just it turns counterintuitive. Into a, yeah, yeah. And uh, and my understanding is all that is tunable, right? Like APR makes like uh, they DSG have some. Tunes. Yeah, they have make some it stuff sharper like that. and crisper. Um, I mean, it's no SMG though. SMG's freaking horrendous. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like super <laughs> chattery and lurchy. And someone uh, DM'd us or, or sent through BRZO sent to DWA uh, an SMG M3 E46 Cabriolet, but it was only 10k. That was that was the whole. I think that was it too, but. I was just going to say, like, friends don't let friends drive SMGs. You don't buy an SMG. First of all, they're horrendous to repair and maintain. If anything goes wrong with it, it's you're fucked. But but that's like an that's a single clutch or dual clutch or a single, single clutch yeah. automated manual. Yeah, like that's that's just awful. In, unless you're getting after it, like on a racetrack or something. Yep, that's where I've heard that the SMGs kind of like come into their own, mm-hmm. which is what I kind of just said about the the Audi one. But but that's more if you're just it can be good around town too, just kind of yeah. getting on it. Um, 
but that's the only place those are good. And if you're not, it's just they're like Art said, they're chattery. Um, like the Ferrari, those things like burn clutches and shit on hills and stuff. I was behind a, a Ferrari 430 that just died because he burned his clutch on a hill. Really? Like going to Concorso Italiano, we were on a hill going to the golf course, and he kept having to start, uh, and he's slipping the clutch, dude. Yeah, it's all, I mean, it's just like a regular clutch yeah, that has But you can't and, control exactly. how much slip you're, you know. No, nope, not down. <laughs> the real Gordon Dumas asks, I would rather own, drive, track a C7 Corvette Grand Sport than a C7 Z06. Hell yeah. Are there any cases where the cheaper model appeals to you? Uh, that's one case. Yeah. I think I'd rather have the Grand Sport than the, than the Z06. I think, uh, I don't know if this really applies, but I, I like a, like a Carrera S versus mm-hmm. a Turbo. I oh, mean, yeah. You know, I mean, and Turbo's more I expensive, agree. more powerful, and yeah. more complicated, but, uh, I just like the simplicity. It has less feel, you have less kind of, con- you're less connected to a Turbo. Yeah. Uh, it's heavier, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, you know. And I know it's minimally heavier. People say like a C4 is, I don't know what it is, 300 pounds or something. It's not like a crazy amount. That's a lot. It's though. something, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's actually a lot. I mean, especially in a sports car. It's like a fat yeah. dude in the front. Exactly. <laughs> that should be a shirt or something. <laughs> is that a band name? No, that's an album title. <laughs> fat dude in the front. That's my greatest um, hits. So I w- actually, you know, it's funny that you went to Porsche in all-wheel drive. I was going to go with the 993 C2. Like I mm-hmm. much prefer that over a turbo all-wheel drive version of that car. Uh, it's rear-wheel drive. It's lighter. I love the narrow body. Um, you know, that is an example of a car that that I'd, I'd prefer to have the base. With, Some would you know. say an E30 325i is a better all-around car than an M3. Well, value considered, absolutely. But yeah, you know. I mean, it's what I mean. Uh, Kind of going in the whole spirit of the SMG conversation, I mean, I think the E30 M3 is similar in that sense. Like, you have to drive it super hard to really yeah, for it to be it. entertaining yep. and fun. But if you're just driving in traffic, like, it has absolutely no torque. You have to rev the shit out of it to get anywhere. Like, it's frustrating, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not a fun experience. Or I guess it can be. It's I mean, still really fun. Like to do but, that. But, yeah. I think, but, uh, but I mean, in, in like a 325 IS, the, the M30s are, they're, they're, or M20, 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 B25, or whatever yeah. the fuck they are, um, they're known to, for their torqueiness and just they're very tractable, right? Yeah. So it's a much better all around driver. There's also some cases where, like, say the new, say a BMW 550, the 535i might be the better car. Yeah. As far as yeah. just because it has less weight over the front, mm-hmm. kind of. I was thinking too, more balance. I think it more oftentimes comes down to a value proposition and also maintenance and repair proposition, whereas like an E39 M5. I'd rather buy a $8,000 540i that's perfect and cheaper to maintain. And if anything goes wrong, suspension bits, brakes, motor. A little more common. Way to more common. Or even, I mean, even a 530i manual, right? Yeah. Like with a, uh, I mean, that takes it even further, but you don't get the same driving experience. Like, that's a pretty different beast. Yeah. But a 540i is fucking pretty fast and, you know, all the same stuff going on. Just yeah. not quite as focused. Yeah. Yeah. I think his... His like Z06 versus Grand Sport is probably the the biggest like no brainer mm-hmm. in my head. Mm-hmm. Just because Why is like that? just because of value. Well, no, the Z06 is like a supercharged, you know, kind of crazy animal. Like just all this stuff, and the 
the Grand Sport is basically that car, but with just a normally naturally naturally aspirated engine. Yeah. But it has all the good suspension bits right. and all that stuff off the Z06. So it's more of like a yeah. It's a better a better. A better it's almost like the GT3 as opposed to the turbo. Yeah. Which is you know what you were saying earlier. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing as that. Tom's Ellick asks. I hate that I had to back out of the CRR. For me and the people on the waiting list who won't make it, do you have an idea when the day rally that you mentioned might happen? Also, it'd be cool if you guys started a bi-monthly informal rally slash backroads cruise of some kind. Uh, so we're saying uh, mid-spring, maybe like late mid to late spring for a halfy. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. And bi-monthly is, does he mean twice a month or does he mean every I other month? I think it means every other month. Oh, I never know what that means. It, it supposedly means both. both right? Yeah, so bi-weekly yeah. is like aloha, yeah. like hello and goodbye. Exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know if we'd be able to pull it together to do one every month because it's just hard. Especially. Maybe like three times a year yeah. would be work every yeah. four months. And we have a bunch around here we'd l- we we want to do, but we also have some in the North Bay. And mm-hmm. it's just a matter of getting people together and doing it, you know. So we'll, it'll definitely come up sooner than later, but I'd, I'd aim for May. How's that sound? I don't know. This sounds good. Uh, Canadian Wacko asks, what is your opinion on buying an enthusiast car with a salvage title? It seems this is less of an issue as the value goes up. For example, a high-dollar Ferrari due to rarity. What about something like an E28 M5 salvage title? So Misha asked the same question. I saw that, actually. And uh, I think it makes sense if you're looking at a car not as as an investment, but a car to, like, drive and put tons of miles you know put miles on just have fun with Uh, yeah i just think the main thing is resale well that's what he's saying he's saying you can buy it at so much less that that was misha's point that when you go to resell it you're still losing you're selling it for less than the rest of the cars but you already made you you already right, got that deal right, up front, so the diff you're getting into a better car for less, yeah. And then yeah, you're gonna sell it for less, but you paid less for it, and you might pay you might have bought it for like fifteen grand less, you know, let's just say fifteen grand, and you might sell it for ten less than the rest of the cars, right? So you might actually make money on that in the in the years you own it. Mm-hmm. Um, art. Yeah, that's was going to be my point. I agree with what Lane said. The only difference, the only thing I wanted to add to that is that uh, with with a salvage title car, I mean, no matter what story anyone tells you, make sure you get a really good PPI and someone actually checks the frame and shit. Because like otherwise, you're dealing. You know, if you got a really twisted ass car, <laughs> that you actually not only are you going to, I mean, is it not going to be the same driving experience, but you're also really going to struggle to sell it if you don't do that, and then they do it, and then you end up with a fucking bust. You know, you're, you end well, up. Well, yeah. What if you can never get the car aligned and yeah, doesn't track exactly. straight, or or what if if I I wouldn't buy a flood damaged car? Yeah, I was just going to say just that. Be, you know, just because, one. like, it might work today, but all you know, if it has salt water and stuff in the wiring, or even normal water, yeah. wa- water, it could all of a sudden five years from now, it could be totally fucked. Exactly. Right? So, so the other thing is, uh, my friend Dustin bought a Cadillac with, uh, it was salvage title, but it had all pictures, documentation from the accident, and all that happened was someone had like lightly sideswiped it, but the car was fifteen years old or ten years old, yeah. and. They totaled it out because every panel needed to be painted, but they fixed it completely, mm-hmm. and it was you couldn't tell at all. And it was, nothing was mechanical or structural; it was all cosmetic. And he had pictures before and after the accident, so or you know when it was damaged, and um, 
it was kind of like no problem. But yeah. without those pictures or, you know, flood damage or something major. I mean, I, my Volvo that I bought had been in an accident once I, you know, saw the car and I was like, ah, oh, crap. But it was kind of too late. I'd already committed to it. And um, the rear seat, all, it like would shake a little bit at like 80. Like the rear mm-hmm. uh, upright of the of that seat would kind of like shimmy only at certain speeds, like a speed wobble. Hmm. And I guarantee you it's because the car wasn't You attributed it to that. Yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah, anyways. one example that I've experienced is I, I bought a 97 M-Edition Miata, which is, you know, they, they came in the cool metallic colors with, like, the leather... The fancy leather interiors or whatever. Tours and differential. Of course. Know, all that good stuff. M-Edition badges. Um, so I bought a car that was immaculate. It looked fucking pristine from the exterior. Interior was flawless. I think I had like 60,000 original miles at the time. I mean, a super nice car. Um, and it was a salvage title. And the guy claimed that, um, you know, it had been lightly tapped, um, you know, but he didn't know where. <laughs> and uh, apparently, you know, he so I, I, I mean, it was 3000 bucks. The car would have been worth maybe like 55, six grand yeah. um, if it was a clean title car. Um, and then, you know, I drove it, rocked it for a while. Um, the car drove OK. It aligned OK. But then when I went to go sell it, the guy actually had it inspected and they put it on the rack and they saw that the rear frame was tweaked. So it had been rear ended and the rear, um, the chassis itself um, had been like sort of it was like kind of sagging a little bit kind of drooping and twisted yeah and so the guy i mean it was one of these things like i was kind of like in a bind and i just wanted to get rid of this fucking car and i ended up selling it for you know i think like 2700 bucks after so you took a loss i mean a a very minor loss i did throw suspension on it and other shit but i mean in the long run i mean it's small money here you know but if you're dealing with a higher dollar car like with an e28 m5 the community in that space is like oh, for those cars is like super, you know they're 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 hardcore they're gonna screw oh yeah and not just or, that there's so many good ones to choose from I mean they're expensive but uh, I think it does depend on documentation and the example about a nice Ferrari uh, again I mean it's gonna hurt resale value so much depends on the model obviously if it's a 250 Testarossa like who gives a shit but right. uh, yeah um, but you are gonna be able to pay way less because yeah. no one because the market for that car like no people that are buying Ferraris they're all about it has to be serviced at a dealer yep. yeah. it needs all the stuff you know it can't have more than like 5,000 miles on I it I think if you're gonna rock it and drive the shit out of yeah. it then that's key that's, that's where you yeah. wanna go did you guys I don't know if, if Ruben sent this to the whole group a while back this was like a year ago but he found um, a real 2.7 yeah, RS, RS yeah. that was salvaged and had like <clears throat> all this shit replaced and it you know these are million dollar cars now the car was immaculate it had been restored but it was going for like 350 wow. so you're paying like you know a third of the price for a fucking amazing machine and if you're i mean if you're able to enjoy it and you can afford it like that's that's ideal right that was at the monterey op- auctions like two years yeah, ago okay i think if you're gonna drive it and you don't care about resale then that's the yeah. way to go that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and that car is not going to go up as much as obviously a real one too. So exactly. If, so if you're looking at investment grade stuff, yeah. Um, but if they're a million, you know, eight hundred to a million, you, yeah. and it's only you have, you know, yeah, you have the real deal for that much less. It's kind of. Basking Shark Media asks, 
I was thinking about license plates on the drive to work today. How does DWA feel about things like vanity plates, the new black California plates, license plate frames, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? <laughs> They're all awful. Terrible. Is such a tool, the rock yeah, one? I know, dude. Especially like something about like movie quotey. Yeah. yeah. Movie no, but like also like forum chat room yeah, like yeah. joke. Kind of like lead speak. That's I don't know the worst. That, don't know what that is. That's don't know what that it's is. bad, yeah. dude, I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. That's I mean, the worst. <laughs> that's the worst. Uh, personally, I don't give a shit. I mean, I... I, I <laughs> I, I think, you know, you do what you want with your plates. Uh, the only thing that, I mean, I I do get irked a little bit by the whole black plate fad where everyone decided to just get a black plate for whatever reason. Um, it's because that's what California offers and people. Because, are. yeah, it's like flexibility. They want to be different, which but is But you're not ironic. different anymore. <laughs> I know you're not. Um, and, but I really don't like license plate frames um, unless they're just a simple-ass black one. Yeah, or <laughs> something like... Period correct. Period correct. To a key. dealer that you yes. might have, like a 60 Cadillac yes. has an old St. Clair Cadillac Agreed. from that period. That's cool. It, well, yeah. like all these people love like, Porsche guys buy the Brumos Porsche plates, uh, which is the deal, yeah. you know, the racing yeah. dealer in Florida. And those things go for like 800 bucks. Uh, so, but they're from the period. Like period. They don't, they don't remake them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But see, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I like, like I like that. Uh, my favorite is when um, you have a, a license, an original plate with an original license plate frame from that dealer, and it's no, and it no longer exists. You know, like so, it's some kind yeah, of historical yeah. no, artifact, that's fine. right? It's pretty cool. But other than that, anything yeah. that says like Mercedes in like a like a italic, or BMW in italics, or how about cursive? That's pretty cool. Or what about Daddy's awesome. Little Princess in cursive? That's kind of cool. <laughs> No, no one. Um, I I gotta throw so this out there. So can you just fucking admit to everyone that you got a fucking personalized plate? Are you I not do. Gonna no, like... Well, I thought it was clear. Maybe he. It was, this no, question was inspired by my yeah, post. Hell no. I don't think so. Okay, so my NSX. I got a personalized plate. I wanted the wolf for my NSX. You know, this is an, alluding to the uh, wolf from. Uh, Pulp Fiction, who drove a Sebring Silver NSX like mine. Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel. Uh, but that was taken, so it was T-H-A Wolf, so I did a little Leet Speak one. It's T-E-H Wolf. And what the fuck T-Wolf. is Leet Speak? Yeah, I don't like that you keep is saying that. Is that a Hobbit thing? I don't even know. It's it's a Hobbit thing. It's just, you know, it's... <laughs> yeah, by the way, for the listeners, Art has his hoodie up, so he looks like a fucking <laughs> Hobbit. <laughs> How far are you from the Shire right now? Dude, I'm, I'm warm and cozy, all right? <laughs> just like my plate. I'm How just, much fucking I'm Shire and... leaf have you seen? And you didn't get a black one. I you didn't get a black one. Fuck that. That would be absolutely God. pointless. Like, it would make doesn't make any sense. But let me get back to the, the, the black frame thing or a simple frame. But get back to Leet Speak. Get back to Leet Speak. Don't, sure. Stop copying what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Answer the question. Uh, if you so, were a witness on the stand, you'd be so, so terrible. You'd be the worst. Check Sir. this out. Uh, <laughs> so oh, no, guilty. Night of Friday. What happened the night of Friday? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, so, Warren, there's this thing called Google. And I think our, our listeners are, if they're not familiar, they can just type that in and they can get a much better explanation than I can give in, in 10 seconds. But it's a, it's, you know, it's, it's nerdy bullshit. It's an alternative language that people wow, right, use right, online. Right. With, I don't understand it, Lane. Let me hear what he's going to say. There isn't a good explanation. Okay, but think of this. He has this awesome car that every, he wants everyone to see, and he's really proud of it. He chose this <laughs> to put on it. Yeah, yeah and so I, I, need know, props I need to know why. People are stoked. People are stoked on it. Okay, lead speak. Hey, I already told you what it is. Nerdy something, blah, it's blah, blah. nerd talking. You know when you write the really fast? Yes, I know And that. it fucks up, and that's what it is. But there's <laughs> also alternative. Remember? Okay, remember the pager days? 
When you used yes. to have to use, you had to use numbers. One, to, four, three, bro. There you go. So it, that was like sort of appropriated in the nerd world online, and people use numbers to 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 type shit. So like, that's I mean, in a nutshell, that's what it is. So um, in I some of these typos that yes. you have like, yes. in the forum world, or you know, four chan or whatever, where people communicate online, <laughs> that is um, either. You know, so th- there's like this type of shit. You know, so like just as Lane described, like you know, when you're typing really fast. Uh, um, you sometimes oh, type T E H instead I, of the, of course, and so that has become a thing. So um, I'm trying to think of other ones right now, but I've had a couple. To air is human. E R R. Sure. Um, you know, eight double o eight five. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. So when do uh, black? When are black plates appropriate? Not. Well, no. What year car? It has to be on some cars, right? But I almost think that if you don't have the original black plate, you're out. Yeah, but even if your car is that period. Yeah. Like what let's say you have a shitty like new plate on your you know on your sixty four Impala. Yeah. Trust don't you think nuts. it would be better to have is, a, is it sixty four? I don't even know what year the black plate is. Don't you think it would be better to have a black plate? Yes. I guess so. I think so. I guess so. Yeah. But I think that's what it was also made for. It was. It was I know, the guy who I, made it had as a classic car. But that's a, what I'm saying. I think, it, I think it it really should be for you know, like a guy with a seventies whatever. Yeah, of course. He should be able to put of that course. black plate on. But now it's turned into this thing like every brand new white Mercedes with tinted windows has. Exactly. Or whatever, well I know? think they should have limited the years on which that they would be were rad. So so they're talking about bringing the blue plate out. Okay. Which I would love a blue plate on my car. Yeah, because it would look right. Yeah. That'd yeah. Be awesome. And like my first nine forty four had a blue plate. Yep. My nine fourteen had a blue plate. Yeah. You know? Um but it sucks. I think it would be rad if they only made it available for the cars that it came on. Yeah. For the that year range. And they should come out with the California plate. You know, the, the sunshine, sunshine plate. Yeah. And yeah. they should do all of them and yeah, only make it for the... the... So, well, I just wanted to mention the license plate frame. I don't know if you guys, know, guys have noticed this. This drives me fucking nuts. So on the bottom of California license plates, I think in the early 2000s, they added the fucking DMV website. Oh, like, yeah. Like, what the no. fuck is so that? So lame. Like, I, I want to go, oh, yeah. wait, what's the DMV website? I really no. need yeah, to go. Yeah, it's so that stupid. Was, that was so really that's why if thing. you get, like, a simple, clean black frame, it hides they it. come up and hide it, and then you just have the California script, and that's it. All right, yeah. so what do you have in your car? Are on my car. What plate frames? Uh, no plate frames on my car. No plate frames. No. So I, but I'm down with like a simple. Black I think it looks good. What do you have? Nothing. Nothing at all. No. Oh wow. What do you have? I have a really thin black one on the 944 that covers the that basically thing. just makes the plate look clean, mm-hmm. like really thin, like yeah. like a quarter inch to half inch. Or? No, I, it came on the car and then I painted it. I'm black. down for that. Like, it's like just, really nice because yeah. it just kind of hides. It, yeah. it blends yeah. in. But it makes it, you don't see the shitty stamping and right. all yeah. that. The kind of probably actually makes it a little stronger too because you can get sure. caught on shit or yeah. bump it into something and it'll hold it together. And then the I'm trying to think. I guess that's my only real car, right? Oh, and the Acura. I don't even know what it has. It might just have like the fact whatever dealer it came from or something. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, but I guess um, I don't pay that much attention. But. Right. Okay. Walter Michael Wood says I might get an '87. Porsche Carrera convertible this weekend, but I've also been looking at the Caymans for around the same price. What would you get? And do you know if it, if you can get these 16-inch bunts with a polished 3-inch lip? Oh, snap. Yeah, we'll polish that for you. <laughs> um, 
We could probably get you some three inch lips, some polished. Okay. And then, uh, 80, what year was the Carrera? 87 Carrera or. Dude, that's a great year. G50. Nice. Hands. I mean, it's a cab, which is kind of lame, but kind of pimpy at the same that's time. Cool. Sense of it's actually kind of rad. And I could totally see Walter Michael Wood just he's rocking that. He's an R107 dude. guy, right? Yeah. And he's got yeah. something else I can't remember. Uh, he has uh, another Mercedes or, or something. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, dude. No, I think this I think that car is more appropriate. Dude, I totally go for that. Right. Okay, there you go. Um, he also says he loves podcasts. And the page, wish you guys had a show on YouTube. Okay. We're working on it. It's gonna happen. We got to get Art to lose a few pounds. Yeah, <laughs> and to cut his fucking hair. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about your hair. <laughs> I did notice he has he has a little bit of like a Beavis and Butthead fro. Totally. Tell, tell Elaine what you told me on the way in here. What did I say? Is that you had business calls? Oh, dude. So I was I, I had calls today, uh, some yeah. business-related meetings, and there were video calls, and I wore my hood during the whole, uh, transaction, the whole conversation. What a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, because that dude. is embarrassing to him. And he didn't sell shit. Dude, Beavis and Butt hair like, or hoodie? Yeah. Silicon Valley, dude. You can rock a hoodie. It's all good. Darth Art fucking and his fucking hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing aviators during yeah. the call. Weird. Exactly. Tweedleboy Fabwork says, do you guys ever go back and listen to your older podcasts? It's pretty interesting to see how your tastes have evolved, how your plans have changed, etc. Listening to some of the early art episodes reveals the depth of his sickness. I'm sick. Ten years uh, from now, do you think you will appreciate having your life documented via bi-weekly podcasts? Uh, we haven't thought that far ahead. That's yeah, I haven't. Sure. I, the most I listened to him was when I was like... Uh, cutting all the clips for the 200 episode. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't really, I don't, I don't, I do try to listen to every episode. Um, sometimes it takes me like a while or I have to go back and yeah. watch it, but, uh, I haven't gone back and listened to one that I've already listened to. Uh huh. So it would be interesting. Um, Again, we apologize for all episodes. <laughs> we apologize for everything we've ever said. Yeah, just a blanket statement. Up until yeah. episode 50 or whenever, before yeah. the audio gear was I'm no, sorry. forever. Uh, Eurovans are cool, and uh, I don't know, whatever else yeah. I said, I apologize. I did go back and listen to our uh, Coastal Range Rally recap episode from last oh, yeah? year. How was that? And it was pretty funny to, to hear, like, how we were a little concerned about adding, you know, about doubling our number. That was uh, insane. And we've kind of tripled our number of cars this year, so that'll no, be interesting. It's, it's less Double. than doubled, yeah. I think. Oh right, but people, we people. I was thinking I think people. We've right. uh, definitely doubled people. Something less <laughs> less than doubled. Apparently, people. I had a big ego because my exhaust was cool, and I some guy gave me a thumbs up as I drove past him. Yeah, you I can't remember did. what car you had. You have an Acura, um, yeah, I, think or something? I had a TL Type S six speed. Sweet, dude. <laughs> um, well, it said six speed on the back, but it was actually an auto. That's right. Motor Affair says <laughs> Ferrari F40, BMW M1 Pro Car, Safari 911. Or BMW CSL. Choose your favorite. CSL. I, I didn't hear anything outside of uh, F40. <laughs> I My body just blurred over yeah. F40 all day, every day. Okay, I wouldn't, Warren, even, I wouldn't even hesitate. Warren, so um, let's say uh, things work out. You know, I come up on some big dough. Yeah. F40. Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, <laughs> I, got, I, I got one for you after this. F40. If I got an F40, I would do the LM headlights. Okay. You would want you, exposed headlights? Would you judge me? No, I wouldn't. But okay. um, I wouldn't want you to LM all the things. I would LM most of the things. The wing? No, not the wing. Okay. 
Not the wing. I, I definitely want the LM headlights. Want the wheels. Want the LM like wheels. The wheels. Want the speed lines. Yeah. Um, splitter. And splitter, yeah. the rear. Yeah, the wing. I don't the like the weird adjustable. It just much. it doesn't look right with the extend with the yeah. end plates and shit. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't work for me. Okay, either. you. I give you an F40. Gift you art an F40. But for the rest of your god given life. Uh oh. All correspondence, whether it be email, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, has to be in Comic Sans. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> For the rest of your life. For the rest of my life. I, emails at work. Dude, emails at work. And your your signature has to be rainbow Pink, pink comi- Comic Sans? <laughs> yes, pink. Pink <sighs> Comic Sans. Dude, this is, like my, this is like my favorite thing on the planet. Comic I mean, Sans? I, no, an uh, F40, so I, I, I'll do whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you're going to fucking, you're going to be hold me accountable. You're going to be like, I told you, motherfucker, it's, exactly. it's on. <laughs> exactly, if I hit the lottery. Oh, Art, get ready, Comic Sans, bro. I don't even know how you would uh, The good news is that Sans. I can always reference this podcast, like if we end up starting our own thing at some point, and be like, hey, guys, I'm sorry. Reference uh, podcast number uh, 207 or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, just deal with it. Clutch Kick Podcast says, if you had $50,000 for a new car as an investment, what would it be? Uh, under six years old, can't be a Porsche. Goal is appreciation, 30 years, so drive it, but be wary. Under six years old? I think that's what he said. Mm. I lost it. Uh, 50000 New car. So a five-year-old to to a brand new car. Yeah. But fifty thousand such a it's that weird price range because there's so much that's just above fifty k that we we like. Mm. And there's like also older cars that are outside of that six-year range that are probably going to be more valuable in the future. Six-year range is so hard. I think this recent stuff is not going to be as it's not going to appreciate as much. The yeah. only car that I can think of right now that is actually surprising me. And I'm, you guys might disagree. I'm curious to hear what you say. I think the 1M is actually holding its own pretty well, surprisingly. I don't see it. The M2 came out, and it's not fucking dipping. Hmm. People still like that car. It has its own niche. I don't get that at all. I don't get it at all. It's, yeah, that's the... I, I just mean, don't understand it, like, yeah. at all. As a as a pure investment, though, it's it's it looks like it's doing it. Yeah, but I don't I don't know if it is, because you buy it now, it's not going to... I don't think it's going to do anything. It's been where it's at, but yeah, it, but, it's, I don't think it's going to go up. But it hasn't depreciated. That's what I'm wondering, though, yeah. Hmm. Um, I haven't looked at them enough because I could give two shits. All I remember when it came out, it was like, oh, it's not a real M car. It's like just a three, you know? It's Chris Harris's favorite car right now that he I owns. Mean, Chris Harris has like a new favorite car every month, so. I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not and I think whatever, he can like say what he wants. Old. What's that? I think that was three months ago too. So, so he has a new a new favorite. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I, I, that's just one thing. I mean, but I just noticed, you know, you can't get one under fifty grand, um, and that's what they've been forever. Um, and I've, you know, I owned a, a pretty nice one thirty five i that, you know, had something similar to a one yeah. M suspension. They're so ugly, dude. I can't, just like can't back it. It's a cool. really hard question. Uh, I don't a little jelly bean. Like I don't think tall weird roof. Anything's gonna really appreciate. That's new. I, I just in that price range. In that price range, something super exclusive. I was thinking like uh, some Japanese SI, something like that, like some special version of a car yeah. that I'm not thinking of. Like if they had a Mazda Speed, yada yada yada, so forth and what have you. STIs. You have to think of something that like didn't sell very well mm-hmm. and it's kind of cool, but kinda it's rare. very niche, like a Z3M Coupe. 
That's of, too old. Of, of today. No, but I'm saying, but like something like that, right? Yeah, that of, of today, a contemporary. I can't think of anything like that. Six years. I mean, Chevy SS, but I don't think that's going to. Mm -hmm. That could do it. GXBs are the right their color, color. The right color and stuff. Yeah, GXBs are holding their, their own, kind of. Yeah. Um, that's a tough question. It, it, going up in value is the hard thing. I don't know if anything will immediately. Yeah, um, I mean, I can't think. The new Golf R's. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Really, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, there's I, good. I don't think so at all. Down. Um, what about big cars that they're not going to make forever? Like, like a certain Tacoma or something. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? A rare truck of some kind that I they're not going to stop. They're going to stop making a diesel something. We're not thinking of uh, TDI maybe, Jetta. Maybe last. What was the last? No, the, those are too old. What was the last uh, Touring? Yeah, the last uh, V uh, V10 TDI Touring. Too old. I guess yeah. uh, that's like ten years old now. Oh, six or seven. Or yeah, seven. dude, I can't think of anything. That's really hard. I mean, 1M might be your best bet, dude. But I don't know. I just don't... I don't believe in that car enough mm. to say it. You know, yeah, like, I, I just you. don't believe in that car at all. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, it, I think it's one of those things where, like... You know, the, you know, having Danny George on and having him hear how much he loves the M2, like, I feel like it's... If you're into, like, hooning a car and sliding around and, like, doing that type of shit... Like it's a fun car in a different way. It's not a fun car because it's like really well balanced and it's like fun to drive at the limit. Like it's more like you just want to like get it sideways real easy and do stupid shit and haul ass and make noise. Like I don't know. Like there's that component of it. Like I mean, it is the last M car to have. Because the noise is not no. great. It's not like it's not it the, sounds all right. the engine's I mean, not that special. Like there's it's nothing not that special. That's the thing. Or, like yeah. an M car was always like an M car to me is like your E30. For where it has that, you know, the crazy, the ITBs and all yeah. that stuff. Like even like an E30 M3, you know, like mm -hmm. the dual overhead cam ITBs. Like it's just a cool motor. Yeah. Um, and it's, it just seems like that's just a 335i motor with a right? different, yeah, right? with like, different turbos. Like, I mean, the, the, but it is a unique body coupled with M component with a, it you know, does have fender flares which which and I think it's a limited production car right so it's that's what really it has gone and I'm not I'm not doubting what you're saying I mean I agree like I mean yeah. I, I when when at Randy Pope drove it at Laguna Seca he hated I, it. I agreed with everything he said because I've driven the car at the limit and it's like I know what it's like I get it but it still has that appeal like that that's what I, I and I know what you mean what you mean by like you can't get behind the car but I feel like it's the only car in the last six years, that is like holding its value well and potentially is going to appreciate. It. I don't know. So, I just can't back it, and I think the M2 is probably like a twice. You know, the car is probably it is. Yeah, like fifty percent better. Something to consider is that he, he they do say third goal is appreciation in thirty years. So drive it, but beware. You have to be like that is so hard. I know. That's the tough thing. Fifty G's. How about a super well specced uh, Mustang? Manual, uh, maybe a package. boss. Through, maybe, how about like a boss three hundred two? Yeah, is like the 50? last of the independent. Is that fifty k? Uh, way well on. That's yeah. the budget, right? So. Yeah. Or how about a new? No, they're not. They're over fifty k, right? A new boss three hundred two. Fuck, I like I mentioned. All, all I want is a GT three fifty R. I mean, a GT, <laughs> I mean way. a GT three fifty. Oh yeah, those are money. Yeah, they're well over a hundred grand right no, now. No, no, but that's that's you not, mean uh, stickers, that's not sticker. stickers that's like seventy. No, it's way less than that. Six seventy something. No, seventy one. Something like that. No, it's the GT three fifty. The standard one is like fifty two. Okay, not, yeah, yeah, but not and the, the other R. one's twelve thousand more. 
I can't remember. I thought it was like 70. I think but that could do something in 30 years. That could do something. Mm-hmm. I think a Boss 302 could do something as well. Yeah. Big audience. Uh, they'll be, they're kind of rare. Mm-hmm. You have to option them. A like a Boss 302 Laguna Seca. Yeah. That might, be a, right, good, right that might be a good one. That might be a good one. So there's here, one on our rally. So way. here's a weird one. Uh, BRZ. Yeah, it could. Because, I, I mean, that. they made so many fucking Mustangs. I was thinking that, too. Yeah. Uh, but the, if really they made... One? Here's the thing. If they made, like, a special edition, like, STI motor one, like, yeah. limited edition, that would definitely be a collector's item. Mm-hmm. Like, an STI model, you know? Ah, I know. I want to move on, Warren. I know you're looking at questions over there, but I, I, I just... All right, let's move not on. not comfortable with... We don't have an answer for this. We can always circle back on the Sunday edition. Circle joke. No. <laughs> Pixel Canada or California. I don't know. Uh, first off, thanks for your thoughts a few pods back on what to keep between my E30 M3 and 1M as I was having issues getting my two-year-old in and out of the back seat. Decided to take Lane's advice and ride it out. I'm planning on doing a bushings overhaul this spring on the E30. Wanted to get your thoughts on going OEM or polyurethane bushings all around. Something like PowerFlex. The car is used for weekend blasts and a few track days, so I want the car to feel tight and nimble. I'm running Bilstein Sports with H&R Springs. I've heard there are various levels of polyurethane bushings and appreciate your guys' advice. Thanks. And by the way, both cars have a ZHP shift knob. There is no other substitute. Wow. Wow. You mean it's the ultimate shift knob because it's the BMW, right? It's the ultimate knob. Yeah. Yeah. It looks great. <laughs> what do you so think? Have cool. you used uh, PowerFlex bushings? Uh, not PowerFlex. I've used a couple other brands, but um, I think for what his application, though, sounds, given that it's a weekend car, track good. car, go for it. It's going to be noisy. It's going to be, you know, you can NBH through the fucking thing, body. Dude. I feel like, but isn't there some compromise, like where you can get like a, like a, a poly one that's not that's a little softer, not or, solid. So yeah. yeah, that's the key because there there are some that are solid, there are some that are open, and they look they basically mimic s- something like similar and then to some an are OEM super one. Squeaky and you have to grease them. Totally. And... So I mean, it, it's if he's okay with that. One of the coolest things um, that I think that that you get with a solid polyurethane bushing when you put them in the subframe and in the diff mounts is that you get all the gear noise. And that could be good or bad, like though. Yeah, I like that. It's like this. Yeah, like, I mean, it's like race car shit. It's race car shit. Yeah. So, if but it's also like, the, I wouldn't do motor mounts. I would do, do do like the middle road, like basically the the ones that are not fully solid because motor mounts. It's just brutal. Do your fucking rash daddles and or your dash rattles. <laughs> <laughs> your rash daddles. Rash daddles. <laughs> I hate uh, when that happens. You know, and if you got a, and, and an E30, I guess it's okay. If you had an E36 with a freaking with with solid uh, motor mounts and tranny mounts, your everything would fall apart. Um, so I'd say, but anything in the suspension, rear diff mount. It sounds rad if you're willing to tolerate that. I remember I put uh, solid trans mounts on my uh, 914, and it was kind of annoying because they come loose all the time because it would just uh, you know rattle. shake shake so much. Mm. Your rash would um, <laughs> but it actually made it really nice. Like the way it put the power down, yep, it was just like direct, and it had a little bit of that gear. Even something as simple as the shifting, too. and the shifting was yeah. way better. Yeah. Nope. Let me Compromise. Tell you, let me tell you a little about a guy named Nope. <laughs> um, OEM. Just stick with OEM. Have have fun. For Enjoy a track it. car. 
twice a year you're going to compromise is he only tracking yeah, yeah that's what he said he said you're going to compromise track. all your other driving to i have- mean it is kind of true and and it's like you're going on weekend drives that weekend drive isn't always like full tilt no it's like it's like having fun going up to get lunch somewhere with your mm-hmm. wife or girlfriend or yeah. whatever i or your kid. Know. I'm the guy on DWA that doesn't want to compromise the way Anything. the car was engineered. So shift knobs included. Sir. Yeah, but I think. Yeah, I know, but we differ in that. I think engineering has come we, a long a, a, a ways. Yeah, no. If there's a compromised bushing mm. that isn't making noise and <coughs> causing issues, then yeah. great. But, and some things have to do with cost. Of yeah. factory to produce something, so right. if you can buy something that's more sophisticated and mm-hmm. know, more expensive, then might be I feel you though. But, feel but you. rubber bushings, I mean, that's one of those things where a new, just putting new rubber bushings, gonna yeah, feel great, will make a huge difference yeah. anyway. So that might be the better choice. And how know? long did those rubber bushings last? They 10, lasted thirty years, years right? So or, yeah, just uh, enjoy it. That's my that's my two cents. But uh, you know. If you want to be crashing over bumps and making noise when they're cold and all that, hey, dash yo hole, bro. Rashdaddles. Hashtag Rashdaddles. <laughs> Bob Jovi says, hey, guys, I'm missing out on boating while awesome. Let's get some more boating talk in the Damn, podcast. Damn, we're boating guys missing. Love the podcast. Keep it up. <coughs> I was thinking about this today. I have two boating stories. One is I was in a sailboat race in Monterey Bay. Um, we got last. It was in a 52-foot Santa Cruz yacht, um, and I was a crew member. It's pretty awesome. And then also, I've won a race in a boat. Nice. It was a canoe race across the Amazon. Whoa. Yeah. Very cool. So, got that going for me. Any details on the canoe length? It was a hand-carved, hand-hewn, hand-hewn. out of a single log uh, Amazonian tribal canoe. Nice. I was uh, 11 or 12 years old. So you were just rowing. I was rowing. Rowing. Atkinson. Nice. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's those yeah. are my stories. I'm down. I mean, I, I love sailing. You're down, wait, you're down with what? I'm down with sailing and boating and things. I don't, I've never owned a boat. Um, I think in, in the future at some point I would love to own a sailboat. Yeah. I, I um, yeah. had a dream when I was in college. Yes. I found a little town in the southern coast of France called Cassis. Now, is this your dream or is this a true town? Real it's a town. real town. Okay. But it's dreamlike. It's like, <laughs> yeah. a, it's like one of these fairy tales. Have you guys been to Switzerland where you like in the yes. mountains and you're like, is, does yeah. this place really exist? Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, this tiny little town in the southern coast of France called Cassis. It's fucking epic. An old little castle town. Super small place, but they have a little harbor. And I always thought it would be super rad to have a little place there. With a sailboat in their little harbor and just go sail in the Mediterranean. <laughs> what would yeah. you wear? That's bucket list right there. That, that is bucket list. list. Uh, what would I wear? I picture you'd have little capris on and your locks would be Probably tips. not capris. Probably not capris. It would probably be uh, some khakis rolled up. Yes. Uh, Ruben style. Ruben style, rocking some, some peri top, the Sperry top ciders. <laughs> and dash rattles and rattle, dash rattles. Dash rattles. <laughs> um, coffee addict. What is your favorite album to listen to when stuck in traffic? Mm. Totally depends on the traffic, the mood, where you're at, mm. what things are looking like. I like mellow music. Yeah. If I'm in traffic. I feel I don't want to listen to fucking uh, Slayer if I'm going anywhere. 
Yeah, if I'm in give traffic. Some, give me some fucking Beatles or Jack Johnson yeah, or something. Yeah, little fucking wiggly toes. Bubbly toes, yeah. Uh, bubbly? That's what it is. I thought you wiggly and bubbly toes. It's not, it's not the it's same not thing. wiggly. I got you. There is definitely an album that I like. Some, well, a specific song. <laughs> square Pusher, we know. No, we it's, it's yeah, not Square Pusher. It's not Croat Mangdu. Um, no, it's, um, although I like me a sitar. Boingo, Boingo, Dead Man's Party. That's right. Ibiza mix. Um, <laughs> no, um, I'm all about uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, I like that. Hell yeah. Uh, breathe. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Just say fuck all this bullshit. Yeah, exactly. How about Us and Them? Us and Them's good. That's not bad, right? Um, occasionally, maybe a little money. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, for sure. Sob Story says, personality test. You buy a $500 car with an interference engine and no service history. Who drives on it as is and who is too afraid to move it until it's change oh, the timing God. belt that is i wouldn't touch it <laughs> can you inspect the belt I, i'm mm, good at, i'm good at that that's a good call like if i can get the timing cover off and look at the belt well and i mean feel a lane's better got a it. lot of experience with this so i mean just 944 world if, no i don't but i mean if you picked up a 944 no service history 500 bucks oh he's driving it lane doesn't give a shit i'm drive the shit out yeah. of it yeah drive the shit out of it All i don't right. care there's the answer I've actually been, i've done that no. yeah yeah, <laughs> but most of them have had a uh, history. Hmm. But well, uh, like, what about this scenario? Would you rock it? Yes, you As would. If How you far away is it from my house? Let's say from uh, let's say forty miles. Like you go to buy it, you, you're driving it home. Yeah, you're gonna drive it. Any, and the guy starts it up for me and shit. Yeah, Fuck I mean, yeah, I'm rocking it. <laughs> and he said he's been driving it. Sure. <laughs> and he's got like a, a motorcycle that he's wrenching on in his living room. Oil everywhere. Yeah, I'll rock it. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> I mean, I'll change it as soon as possible, but... Yeah. Cool story, Hunter. taking a risk. Yeah. No, you're you're a rebel. Rebel. N- Nuatro. I don't like that... I don't like that name, dude, Kevin. Chef, Chef Malone. Chef Malone is where it's at. Chef Malone is tight. Uh, dudes, what are your five most anticipated cars on the rally besides the usual DWA suspects? Who are the usual DW suspects? I think probably people that he's seen on our Cars and Coffee and oh. Half Day Rally. Um, Skyline. Skyline, absolutely. Har- Harama. Yep. Uh, OG Mini Cooper. Arts and SX. <laughs> that doesn't count. Uh, what else? There's one that I was really hoping would make it. It's kind of in limbo right now, but that guy has an RSR Brumos replica. Yes. That I would love to see out there. I know. What the hell's up with that? Kind of um, but I definitely agree with the ones you mentioned so far. Um, one other one. Uh, the, the 308, 304, 308 GT4? No. No? I don't think so. Not looking forward to that? Is that coming? 308? Yeah. Wait, what is it? The Dino. What are you talking about? Is it only the Jarama that's coming? Wait, I'm confused. I thought both cars. No, GT4 is coming. Okay. GT4? Yeah, well, then why'd you say no? I don't know. <laughs> I'm confused. Those are, when have you ever seen one on the fucking road? Never. All the time. Really? Yeah. I've only seen one parked. Oh. I've well, never seen one driving. You don't look at cars much, do you? Hey, you, you don't see them driving around much. In person? Every day. Hauling ass in the hills? Just... No, you don't. You've seen one on a flatbed. I just, put on, on a, I just put one on a flatbed yesterday. <laughs> uh, what else? Yeah, you guys kind of named them all. Okay. I'm really excited to see that NSX. So good. I heard it's got a nice so exhaust or something. Um, I mean, there's a lot of super cool cars. Um, those are the standouts, I would say, though. 
Mm-hmm. We'll see. It's hard too because I can't picture them all. Uh, what's going to be there? I think once they all arrive, I'll be very excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how's that? Um, Kyle JF ninety. Hey guys, Lane especially. Mm. I'm seriously considering swapping my Mark Six GTI for a Mark Seven, but didn't feel aggressive enough. But it didn't feel aggressive enough. Any suggestions on other cars or mods to make it seem more rabid and aggressive? Arr. It's not a very aggressive car. Uh, you want aggressive tires? Aggressive would be more of like a maybe a Focus ST or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little more aggressive. Uh, but yeah, like an APR tune bumps it up from like two twenty to. 305 horsepower. But you got to start with like the sport one, right? Or whatever it is. Doesn't that one already give you more power? It only gives you 10 horsepower. But so. then it also gives you the LSD, which is key. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You want the LSD. Yep. But I don't know. I mean, he kind of knows what he's getting into if he's coming out of a Mark Six. So, uh, I don't know. What are some other cars? Like, a, what's an aggressive? Is there anything? I mean, I'm. In that price range? Yeah. It's not really much aggr- that's not even, ag- that's not aggressive. I mean, what is then? I don't know. Yeah. Wait, but I mean, that's it, not... So he wants a new car that's probably... I mean, Mark 7, I'm thinking new cars, right? Yeah. Mm. I think probably Focus ST is a little SI. more like raw. Mm. <laughs> no. Aggressive. Yeah. You say it like that. Raw. But I think he's talking mods. What should I do to it to make it aggressive? Well, no, that? he's just saying it, it, the car itself, and then he's saying you can... And then he's saying, if I buy the, the Mark 7, what can I do to make it more aggressive? Yeah. I mean, you can, do, you can put up. hard motor mounts and fucking <laughs> big old exhaust on it and slam it on coilovers on some really cheap ones. Cool. Harsh. Analog Stick Shifter says... He's planning a California road trip from Texas later this year. What do the car guy must see in California and the Bay Area? What route should I take? We'll be doing Route 66 to LA from there up to SF. Like to know anything I shouldn't miss. So when is this later this year? So you're going to want to hit up Canepa Cars and Coffee, and we'll be there. So that's in Scotts Valley, California. Uh, as far as a route from LA to San Francisco. If you've never been, you should probably drive up Highway 1 yep. from uh, Cayucos to Carmel through Big Sur. That's I would say that's probably – got to do it. There'll be traffic if, mm-hmm. unless you do it on a weekday. Um, other must-sees, there's a really cool automotive museum in L.A. called Peterson. There's one in Oxnard. Um, that is all Art Deco cars if you're into that. Uh, what else? What is, what kind of – what is he into? Do we know what kind of cars he's into? He is into the band Devo. No, Devo. um, don't Devo. Art, Art, don't copy me. Huh. I just said it, and then <laughs> you said it right after. It's it's, it's gonna happen. Don't maybe uh, maybe there's some races at Laguna Seca. You can oh, stop by call. there on a weekend. I will and say it's not the, really like not worth stopping. It, you know what I mean? Like if you if there wasn't something going on, it's not worth. Yeah, yeah, but usually most weekends are something. You That's can kind true. of just cruise through. It's free. And you can check out some racing or something. So there's the the reason I was wondering what, what kind of cars he's into is because most shops, especially in L.A., if you hit them up in advance, they're pretty open like to people swinging by and saying That's what's true. up. So, like, you know, don't be afraid to hit them up and say, hey, you know, I'm driving across Route 66. I think that alone will get you into pretty much any shop down there. Um, so you can kind of meet the people that work there, see the projects up close and personal. Same thing goes for high-end dealers like Fantasy Junction. 
Yep. Uh, Canepa. Cars to Wadiac and Cars to Wadiac. So you can go to these places and look at some pretty cool cars um, any day. And uh, if you're coming through Santa Cruz, hit Drive and Awesome up. Yep. And we'll let you know. Yeah, one other thing about the drive, uh, look at the map, and that's how a a lot of these roads that we've discovered, we literally just looked at a map and said, oh, that looks squiggly, and it looks like it connects here to here. Just go explore. Just look at a map. Look at a map. Uh, Take a Mm -hmm. sec. Did we mention just taking a section of the PCH is always good, too? What do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah. Okay, you coast to Big Sur, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. That was the first thing I said. Okay. Come on, Lane. Lena Graham. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Patrick.Ryan. Is the Cherry Diesel W123 300CD I just bought? No picks yet. Sorry. The slowest DWA approved car in the world, or is it not even DWA approved? Hashtag slow car slow. Hashtag automatic. Hashtag yo hole. (laughs) Um... So we don't have any pictures of it. Is it the slowest? Is that a turbo or is that a non-turbo? I don't think it's turbo. But it's a coupe. Those are cool. I owned one. And uh, W123. What was mine? I have to look at a picture of it. Um, CD is really slow. Yeah, coupe. It's totally approved, though. It's analog. It's got great old-school Mercedes-Benz qualities, like Mm -hmm. great shutting doors, logical interior. Um, those things look cool. They it's do. A tank. On Pentas. Yeah. Are those pillarless coupes? I can't remember. Mm. Yeah, are they pillarless? I do like the coupes, though. I remember it. Uh, coupes are like cool. The coupes on some BBS RSs. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. I'm totally with you. They are pillarless. Yeah. I'm just looking at a picture of it because W123, I always picture the sedan. But yeah. that's, a, that's a coupe. Yeah. So I had one. I had an early one. It wasn't a CD. It was a S2. Uh, 280CE, and it was the dual overhead cam Euro six cylinder. It was slow as shit, so I can only imagine what what he's dealing with uh, with a big car and a I've driven both slow a diesel turbo and non turbo sedans. Not fast enough. I've only driven a non turbo. I think mm-hmm. that was very slow. So we just did. Uh, we had a 300D in the shop, an 83 or so, and uh, did motor mounts, but not just the mounts. They have actual. They look like shock absorbers on both sides of the engine, uh, and they're very rarely swapped out. People deal with the hard mounts, but they don't deal with these so much. Mm. Night and day difference after that. Yeah, it went from this, like, felt like a freight train in the, in the engine bay to fairly docile. Way faster. No speed change. <laughs> Just livability. Liv- <laughs> Sounds like a rad... Um, thing though to bring your car in, have that done and feel just well, the amazing difference. You he, know, they brought it in and going. We just had the mounts done, but it's still so bad. And we looked, and they either used like AutoZone mounts or they didn't do them, or I don't know, put used ones in or something. Yeah. So right there, we're like, well, we got to do the mounts again using good quality mounts. And then these bushings or the the shock absorbers for the engine have looked like they've never been done. This is crazy, man. I, I mean, and the mounts for those alone were a hundred bucks. Like these, they don't even look like anything, just metal mm. bracket with a center rubber bushing. They were a hundred dollars from Mercedes. Do you, I mean, this is, I mean, quick tangent, um, as a shop, running a shop, do you see a lot of shit that comes in that people claim they got work done and doesn't get done? Like, does that really happen? Yeah. Holy or shit. if it does happen, they use like, really poor quality parts and that's almost like not doing it that's a car like that which has crazy amount of engine vibration yeah (laughs) old mercedes diesels like about the top of the charts there except for like a huge ford diesel or something that's crazy man that's a bummer it sucks that people are getting ripped off like that yeah he's going to the shop that they also 
bought their biodiesel from, and these guys are just super stoner hippie, like, you know, not pulling it. I thought stoners are friendly, though, and they're honest. They're friendly, but is that what you want? <laughs> or do you want the Germans? I don't know. I want stone Germans. That's what <laughs> I want. Stoner Germans? Yeah. The Biza mix. Um, Always on a Fly says, congrats, Lane. Your Instagram post made me stop by the local VW dealer and check out their inventory. My father bought me a brand new Helios Jetta GLI back wow. in 1989 as my first car. Awesome. That's I can great. always blame him for my car addiction as an adult. I love that car, but now I truly know how special that car was for a 16-year-old. What else, if anything, did you consider? Uh, well, we'll get into this next on yeah, Sunday, yeah. but yeah. we've talked about it. I mean, we talked about it, and you didn't really have a very long list. It was no. like, uh, I think I'm going to go to GTI. Yeah, that's pretty short. <laughs> that's pretty it. Pretty much. I'll it. talk we, about. We'll talk about. Oh no, you more. did consider a. I was thinking BRZ a, and a Mustang EcoBoost. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Sport pad. Um, yeah. So Lane's, as far as new cars go, I was definitely. I was thinking BRZ or GTI, basically. Yeah. Lane's brother's uh, Scirocco that's pictured in this post has Helios wheels. It does. The BBS RAs in that color. Yep. Yep, Fun yep, fact. Yep. Helios. Helios. Something about the sun, right? I forget. I don't know, but I really like them. I just remember <laughs> he, the heliocentr- gray... heliocentric theory. Yeah, it's that gray-blue color. And I would say the uh, 89 G- uh, Jetta is so rare now. that Those bodies, the Mark IIs, are freaking gone. 16-valve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a cool car. Remember, you know what's kind of cool is the Jetta Coupes. Hell the yeah. Mark IIs. They're great. Very rare. You see them yeah. right here. They look cool, though. They're yeah. awesome. But it's basically a GTI with a trunk. Is that what you want, though? Well, sure. it's just kind of rare. It's one of those things. It's it's cool because it's totally. rare, almost like forbidden fruit kind of mm. stuff. You know? I love them. Yeah. I've yeah, I kind of keep my eye open for them. But I always think to myself, if I do find a nice Mark II, would I really want to go back to one? I've owned one, and yeah. I totally experienced mm. every aspect of it. Every aspect. Every ass. But uh, I don't know if I'd want to go back to it. Oh, Art, you know what your hair looks like? Fucking Kramer. Oh, yeah. You got a Kramer thing going on. Well, I got to throw this out there for the world to hear. <laughs> so, um, some, fun fact. Fun little story. <laughs> we'll be the judge. So, um, when I was in high school. Yes. I was, you were a Starbucks barista. Oh, we yeah, got, we know, know, know. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Across my eyes. So, I was a super big nerd. Is that, <laughs> yeah. is that Tay kind of Wolf. surprising? We fucking get so, it. So, super nerdy guy. Um, honors chem class. <laughs> I always sat. Such in, a dude. Always sat in the same place Wait. in the front. <laughs> okay. Here, here we go. Did you uh, have bad vision? So no, just you know, I was a good student. Uh-huh. So, um, so hottest shake in high school. Hottest shake in the school. Cheerleader, whatever the works. Everybody went nuts over this. The works. You I'm not gonna be say a, her name because she was a. She was huge. She was taboom. She was. She was huge. Why aren't you gonna say her name? Do you think she's listening? Because we live in Santa Cruz and we're in Santa Cruz and my. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so, you know, the hottest chicken. Yeah, this chicken... is all over the airwaves in Santa Cruz. They're playing this at the mall right now. <laughs> totally. Hottest chicken school, whatever, Sam right? Goody. So, um, you know, she sat, she used to sit right next to me, and, you know, my, my buds and I always used to talk about her when she would oh, wear what? short skirts. Oh, talk about her? All this stuff. Uh, one time I came into class. It was Marissa Miller. It was Marissa Miller. I came sure. into class. I sat down, and she's like, you know what, Art? You know who you remind me of? And I'm like, what? Who? And she's like, Kramer. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, is that a compliment? And I'm like, I don't know if that's a fucking good thing. You know, Kramer's like this goofy ass weird dude. Definitely not attractive in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> that's not true. He Here's pulled, the hottest he chick he in school. Chicks. And she's fucking telling me that I look like Kramer. I was kind of offended, dude. Was kind yeah, of offended. that's in high school, that's not a great thing. But uh, she did notice me, though. 
Yeah. I or think did she, she notice my big hair? How about this? She was thinking about you, right? She was thinking about me. Yeah, and I she bet totally you were, went home I and thought about me. Thinking about There's her. This guy that looks just like Kramer sits next to me you in were, camp class. You were thinking about her. Way so too hot. Much. I did. Dude, uh, she was talking to you. You were stoked. I was so stoked. It doesn't matter. I don't even know like what I, she I, said. I don't even know what I said. I wish I had hair to look like Kramer. So you're killing it. Kramer story. <laughs> My friend Jared. Jared was Kramer for Halloween, yeah, yeah. and he totally pulled he it. pulled it, huh? DP Phonics, uh, my boy DP, asks, <laughs> where to get one seized engine replaced, Costco or Jiffy Lube? So mm-hmm. Darren's the one that I talked what? about, his GTI oh, motor. Oh, the dude with the gas station guy? Pepe at the gas station. Yeah, yeah. he goes to the closest spot, <laughs> the gas station repair shop, to get his motor replaced by insurance. Mm. Uh, I guarantee you Colin listened and told Darren that. Oh, we, yeah, we, that makes sense. I would say Costco, about. dude. I feel like they have better standards. All they do is retires. Dude, but, you know, <laughs> have you seen the Costco documentary? They really care about what they sell. Um, I'd like to think they care about their mechanics. By the way, no one's seen the Costco documentary. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> is that a real thing? It really is a thing. Oh, my God. Did you know that the most powerful wine buyer in the world is the Costco wine yeah, buyer? great. Awesome. Um, so, uh, but anyways, Jiffy Lube, I would... Number two is the Walmart dude, wine number buyer. Number two is the Walmart. Yeah. Dude, I would never, Don't. ever take my car to Jiffy Lube, ever. For I took my car once to Jiffy Lube. Jesus. My GTI. They Dude, put, I took my car to Jiffy Lube like two weeks ago. Yeah, you're crazy. Wow. Uh, they just put oil in it. And so poorly. Bad. They're so bad. They're learning how to do it on your car. Yeah. Wait, it's putting oil in a car. They've never worked on that car before. I'll tell you some Jiffy Lube what stories. Is, what kind of is this? This one's weird. How does that work? Does that where that goes? They just like tighten the yeah. the, the, the drain plug down until it like yes. spins. Explodes. Exactly. Two yeah. fucking, two oil pan, cracked oil pans I've heard of. Okay. One time I went there with my GTI. I was in a rush. Obviously, I want done jiffy. And I go across the street to test drive a car at the Volkswagen dealership while they're doing it. I come back. My car has been reversed into the car waiting behind. The kid put it in reverse up and to the left instead of first, f- went, slammed it into the back of the car. <laughs> what the fuck? Smashed my car. I had to take it to a body shop. Long story short, they took care of it. I got to check from Jiffy Lube. But... They must have some gnarly insurance, dude. Oh, my God. Dude, dude, local Volkswagen dealership. I've heard so many horror stories about them. That's true, Like too. a friend of ours' uh, girlfriend's car, they brought it in. They, they didn't put the drain plug back in. He got like 20 miles. Yeah, the, thing the just engine blew, blew up. up, just seized the engine. Holy shit. I'm so surprised you even got that far. I've gotten, uh, or I've heard of two uh, cracked oil pans. And how, this one has actually happened to a friend of mine. I will not name names because he's a listener. Uh, but um, oil filter didn't check if the gasket. You know, sometimes the oil filter gasket that comes off. To me once. So I oil, caught it right away. The oil filter gasket I won't was stuck do it to the again. block. I won't do it again. Put the oil filter on top of yeah. that, and that basically uh, the whole the whole. Wait, why would you not owned. mention your friend's name? Did he do something wrong or something? I just, you know, I mean, right. the guy, right. you know, he just you're, respect. You're me. being all weird about names, right? Being now. all weird. Uh, but yeah, same deal. The blue <laughs> the motor, all weird, yeah. oil everywhere. Blew the motor. Vandalay Industries says Rodney Mullen or Daywan Song. Who's Daywan Song? Daywan. Who's he? Who's Rodney Mullen? The skater, dude. You know Rodney? Dude, skater die. But he must be another skater. What about, there was like a Rodriguez guy that was really good. That's all I know about skating. I'm more about like. That's all you know about skating? <laughs> That's all you know about skating. <laughs> Emmanuel Guzman's the best skater. <laughs> iPath or something like that. E-Man. Santa Bill, Cruz skateboards, Bill's wheels, Bill's wheels. That's all you need to know. That's all I know. That's all I'm you need more to know. about 
you know, like not as copes. I'm a Christian like and soy guy. Personally. Jeff Grosso. Give me a hammerhead. Fuck yeah. Or, Christian and soy yeah. is sick. Powell Peralta and all the things. All the things. Caballero. Jason Jesse. Yeah, Jesse. Let's just go that on. Freak. Caballero. That sounds yeah. familiar. Um, that sounds. <laughs> you were a nerd. Wait, yeah, I know. He he probably only he knows like Tony Hawk or something. Right, Tony Hawk because yeah. of the video game. Wait, Tom yeah. Green, right? Wasn't he a good skateboarder? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know uh, what's his name was a pro, uh, Jason Camisa. from Mallrats or whatever. Yeah, uh, he yeah. he like he was like he was. There's some signature move yeah, that yeah. he start like a. It was like a kickflip. Dude, where is he now? He had that show, What he, About Earl? Or yeah, he became uh, a, uh, he's one of those people with Tom Cruise down there. Scientologist? Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Really? Yeah. Beck is too. Really? Fucking What a weirdo. Right? Yeah, I, I stopped listening to his music. Now, there's huh. a documentary you should watch. Uh, Going Clear, I think is what it's called. Oh, the, the yeah, the Scientology one. I just one. watched the South Park episode. That's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. J.D. Jesse, at what point is it okay to open your hood at a Cars and Coffee asking for a friend? <laughs> I think uh, when you drive a little caddy pickup with a beefy-ass two-liter turbo motor. Yeah. That works. It's appropriate. Only when asked. That's the True. answer. True. How about Drew? Always puts his. He up. has to because he feels yeah. like otherwise he just has a Volvo with wheels. You're right. Like it, yeah, and if someone cool. really looks and they go, it's a six speed. Yeah, uh, and like the Caddy, for example, is like a rad looking VW truck. Killer with lower, like cool right. wheels and stuff. Yeah, it doesn't need that yeah. hood up. Uh, Drew's Volvo is pretty just a. Wait, bolt. does it's, it, it looks good. Sleeper. Up, But do you? I mean, would you be bummed out? Would you be annoyed by it? What, I think what? it's acceptable if his Caddy has the hood up because he has something to prove, like something interesting to see. Like, I mean, that's the key for me. It's like even if it's like whatever. How about it, an e-golf like Brian? I actually was digging it. Yeah, that was funny. Because I want to see Because no one wants to see that car, period. So we might as well <laughs> That's show true. something. <laughs> Better to look it's inside. Comical. That's more interesting than anything else, totally. right? Especially, like, I think, interesting swap. That's what does it for me. Interesting swap. I'll, I'll definitely give you that. Um, but Oh, like a Chevy 350 and a 65 mile Malibu? <laughs> Dude, like polished bullshit. Out a ZZ4 crate motor. How you mean, like, eight Mustangs in a row, like new ones, and each one has, like, a different air filter? So cool. Dude, no. Brock what about yeah. Mark Six R32 with an intake? Uh, Dude, and the the in, the ignition wires go in the little channels. Sick. Are they the, blue or the, the red and red? Uh, if they're blue, I'm down. Uh, my answer to that is only when asked. Asked, and it, unless you're really proud of what you have, then you can do it whenever well, you but want. But all those people are proud of what they have. Yeah. That's why they do. I got it. yelled at for this when oh, I posted the proud that, one. when I posted that picture. I'm like, what the fuck? Unless you have like a nuclear submarine motor in, under this hood, Dave. Yeah, was yeah Dave's like, me. well, maybe they're really proud of what they did in there. You're like, okay, all right, well, fuck, I guess, they bought some chrome shit. I guess I'm the asshole. Um, analog stick shifter has some answer to another question. I'm not going to read. Please don't answer the questions. It's a simple request. Mm-hmm. Uh, Misha Varshavsky says... Same thing. We already talked about it. <laughs> I know. Okay. So we already went into it. Sorry, Misha. Um, Phil underscore RS. Looking for a project car. 91 Golf GTI 2.0 16 valve or a 94 Corrado VR6. First car was a 91 Golf and truly wish I owned it today. It had DTS fuel management system and ran hard... Oh, the fun. Just wondering how it would compare with a Corrado. I always wanted one, but at the time, I couldn't afford one. Just wonder, wonder what you guys think I should do, or just say fuck it and do the E30. Cheers. Love the show. Uh, Art, you owned a Corrado, didn't you? Yep. I'd say Corrado VR6 here. 
Yeah. Yep. It's it's a way cooler design. It sounds way cooler. Um, it's a little more unique. Um, I also had a really nice 90, uh, 91, mine was a 92, I think, 16 valve. I didn't have the standalone or whatever, but um, I don't know. I think out of these two, the Corrado is a more interesting car. So it's between a Golf and a Corrado? No, yeah. a GTI and a Corrado. A GTI and a Corrado. I go GTI. I would too. I think here's my thinking with this. A GTI is a practical hatchback. Practical. The Corrado makes it into like a sports car, mm-hmm. but is it? It's kind of doesn't have that sports car thing where it's still front wheel drive. Handles yeah. well, you know. But okay, I mean a GTI handles well too. But I'm just saying it takes away a lot of like the the reason you have that little hot hatch. I think you have it for. You know, it's a practical car that they made into a sports car. It's kind of like the muscle car formula. And uh, I think when you turn it into, like, the sports car thing, it kind of loses a little bit. How about um, slow car fast? And GTI is slow car fast. The VR6 Corrado is kind of fast. Well, it depends on how that GTI is tuned. But, I mean, I'd rather have the experience of a VR6. They sound so fucking cool. They're super torquey. They rev out real nice. It's just the cooler driving experience. I mean, a cooler. I'm not talking about practicality. You don't like half a V8? Oh, sorry. 16 valves. Sorry. 16 valves. That ain't it. Uh, You need an 8 valve. I'm an 8 valve guy. Guy. Lord Blaine Alexander. (laughs) I just fucking (laughs) goddamn it, Art. (laughs) <laughs> fucking the Mexican Kramer over here. <laughs> Is he getting worse? I don't know. Like, I don't feel like he did it as much before. <laughs> no, he did it as much. For sure. <laughs> that one was random, though. The guy, you know, I just threw it out there. <laughs> but, but it was not planned. It was just yeah, it you. was. Well, I mean, not planned. I mean, whatever. You weren't doing it to be funny. That was just you yes. being you. Something. Lord Blaine Alexander. Budgetless question. Coolest car you can think of for a Euro gravel-type rally stage that isn't already a well-known rally car. Mm. Personally, I've always been a fan of stupid and ridiculous, so an E34 rally-prepped 540i or an 86 Cadillac limo with the boomerang. Man, that's mm. pretty hard to to get away from. Um, Euro. So it doesn't have to be a Euro car, but a Euro gravel-type rally stage. That isn't a rally car. So not a Lancia... Delta Integrale, not a Stratos. AMC Eagle. Not an 034. AMC Eagle would be rad. There's one for Fully sale. rally prepped. Dude, are all of them automatic? Probably. There's one for sale right now for 4300 bucks. <laughs> That's like, did it come with three others? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude, serious. Uh, but it's an automatic. And I was like, damn. Huh? Oh, yeah, because you would have been all over it if dude, it was I, a manual. Dude, you have no idea. Yeah. I, I almost want to buy a lift just so I can put that car in my garage. I know, right? That's all I care about. Yeah, because parts for that are really easy to find. Oh, they're and... the coolest things ever. Uh, I'm just taking it. I mean, Brian's missing, so I'm just kind of yeah. No, pinch that's hitting. where I'm. I'm trying to help him out. Um, um, Eurostage gravel. Um, how about a? Uh, I was thinking like an all track. But yeah, those are those are. Well how about sensors. a Murano cross cab? That's that pretty would good. be cool. Flare box box. How about a Baja done up like full yes. uh, full STI? I think that wins. Baja. That'd be kind of dope, actually. Do yes. they make a manual Baja? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I told you, dude. Five-speed five turbo, bro. Whoa. They only had a five-speed, even though it was like 2005 <laughs> or something. Wait, it's like it was eight and miles it's the same per motor gallon. as the WRX, isn't it? But it was the last generation car, so it was the, the old generation legacy it was based off of, yeah. even though it was like in the newer generation, the, the, you know, later years. I should just buy one just to piss Warren off. 
You should. Yeah, they're dope. <laughs> Wait, to piss me off? <laughs> yeah, don't Why? you hate them? No. Because the lack of, uh, you said that the bed is like the least practical thing it, in the world. I mean, that's, I'm it not the only one. It does have the fold down gate with a little bed extender. Dude. Oh, yeah. You could <laughs> almost basket, fit a two by four in there. basket yeah. you put on. <laughs> Uh, if it doesn't have rear-facing seats with fucking ski poles, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we can install those. That's oh, true. Man. Oh, dude, what if you brat it out of Baja? What about a Subaru Brat is this thing? Yeah, Subaru Brat. Subaru Brat. Dude. <laughs> yep, 40 horsepower. <laughs> dude, you could do a swap. Oh, totally. STI, STI swap. Up a Brat. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sick. I bet you someone's I'm sure done it's that. been done. Like, a, yeah. I bet a bunch, actually. Really? Yeah. Shit. It's just too oh, easy. I just thought of this. Uh, a car that... They fucked up and they should have made better. One of the things we were talking about, remember the, there was a question where it was like, how did they fuck up yeah, of at course. the time? Yeah. Subaru SVX, they never made a manual. That's yeah. true. Totally fucked up. They fucked it up. Yep. Yeah. And if they had kept making that car, imagine what a modern SVX would look like. That was yeah. so dope. Or yeah. like a third gen or a second gen SVX. That's sick. Well, yeah. And they would have started having like STI. They would have a four cylinder with a turbo rather than that totally. big six. Like, and that low slung. Yeah. Rad car. They were kind of cool. They're so cool. I saw one the other day that was in really good condition and I'm like, oh, it's an SVX. It's almost like seeing a, a Supra or an NSX in some ways. It's more like seeing a DeLorean. Yeah. But then mm. you instantly realize nope can't automatic yeah heavy yep super heavy uh, shit time um is that a podcast podcast, podcast? no That's no it. facebook pictures or podcast questions you can get to that next time all right mate thanks for listening people yeah friends, thanks for listening family. everyone we, it was great great times we had great times with you hope you enjoyed it and yeah we will see you on the coastal ranger alley next week God damn, that's true. Yeah. Thanks to all our sponsors. Yep. Haggerty. Who else? Heel Retro, and Toe. Retrograde. 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 Sharkworks. 1552. 1552. Auto Works yeah. Detailing. Yeah. Oh, that's some shit up. Right. going to do my M5 soon. Are we missing someone? Probably. We'll get it to it next time. Okay. Goodbye. Later. Peace. Because motor mounts, it's just brutal, dude. Your fucking rash daddles and or your dash rattles. <laughs> <laughs> your rash daddles. Rash daddles. <laughs> I knew uh, that happened.